Hi everyone, welcome back to, you know what, I don't even know what number this is, but today we have the episode that everyone's been waiting for. I got a lot of DMs on the podcast Instagram to get a mommy podcast going, and I think I got a really good person to come and give us a podcast all about mommy, and everyone welcome, Kareli, whoop whoop. Hi Chess, I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I know that we we like rescheduled a couple of times and we were just trying to make everything work, but we're here. We're here. Um, okay, what are we going to get into? I want to start with kind of just how we know each other because we've known each other for a long time. A long time. How many? Elementary school. Right? Yeah, I think you said... Um, kindergarten is when you remember meeting yeah. i don't remember how we met met but you said kindergarten i'm like that sounds about right because elementary that's all i remember i was hanging out yeah i think yeah we literally we've been friends since forever i can't even remember okay sorry we're back we had to adjust a little bit um with the mice and play around but but yeah we met um elementary school kind of stayed friends the entire time high school well, you didn't finish Battle Mountain. You went to... I graduated from Red Canyon. Red Canyon, okay. But um, I was in Battle Mountain until 10th grade, I believe. So. Yeah. And then I left to Mexico, and when I came back, I graduated from Red Canyon. Yeah, because I remember, like, high school was kind of where we, like, drifted. But mm-hmm. but even, like, with you being in another school, I feel like we still talked. Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever stopped talking, honestly. No. Well, except when we'll get to, like, the whole motherhood stuff. Yes. Like, you know, <laughs> life happens, and then we kind of stopped for a little bit, but I feel like that's just normal. But, but yeah, it, I think it's, like, us being friends for such a long time. And then you know what I remember? Ooh. When you first posted that you were pregnant. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was. Crazy. I have to tell my mother. But remember, I was that person that I was like, I don't want kids ever, ever, ever. And I think the other part was like, wait, yeah. Kareli? Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was really excited, and I almost got, like, teary eye because I was like, we were babies, and now yeah. we're having babies. Well, you were having babies at that time. Um, but, yeah, but obviously we're here to talk about motherhood. Obviously, that means you're a mom. I'm a mom. Um... How, you said your baby's three years now, huh? He's going to be three years in July. Wait, my baby's also a July baby. When's your baby's birthday? The 10th. Yeah, it was the 12th. And he was going to be 11. <gasps> That's crazy. That's so cool. That is so crazy. Okay, um, mine's barely going to be one in mm-hmm. July. But that's been, yeah, it's been a wild ride. So how about we just get into it? Because I have a feeling it's going to be a good one. And we're going to let conversation flow. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about, like, just do your thing. Just ha- It's like us having combos. This is not a production. We're literally on the floor in the living room trying to film this while the baby naps. So, yeah, we just, we're just going to have girly combos. Like, if you are, you know, having a good time with your girlies. And I think we should start with the ugly parts just to yeah. kind of get it out of the way. Because I'm sure, you know, we're talking, again, I feel like I always have to have disclaimers. We're talking from our experiences and... And it's honestly, just, like, yes, being a mom is beautiful, but there's so many... And there's so much negative, negative. or hard mm-hmm. that, yeah, like, maybe the positives are a little bit of a smaller portion, but I feel like they're bigger in scale. Like, yeah. some of the things are just, like, magical, if you will. But, disclaimer, this is our experience, this is our opinions, everybody's going to have a different experience, but I feel like a lot of us can relate. I've had conversations with many other moms, and the problem is we are scared to talk about the bad because then you're ungrateful or you're not a good mom or you don't love your kids. Yes, yes, yes. And so then we all keep quiet because you don't want to be the first to speak up. And <clears throat> I I was brave enough and I spoke up one time and through social media and like another mom was like, oh my God, I feel the same way. And then you have always been very, very open of like, it is so hard, Jess. Yeah, yeah. I'm like super open-minded about this topic and like um, being a mom is hard hard and it's it's ugly sometimes and sometimes you just don't want to be in that position i mean it happens and whoever Mm -hmm. says that it's not true like they're lying because and if it is true how the hell how yes how (laughs) yeah i see some moms and even lately like i'm like i don't have that beautiful like and i'm sure maybe nobody does and if you do like good for you (laughs) but just like oh my god motherhood is so beautiful i'm enjoying it so much and 
Yeah, I'm like, when is that going to happen for me? Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> Did I mess something up because it's not happening? But, yeah, let's get into the ugly. Um, we, like, b- before the mics, we just kind of talked a little bit, catched up on life and whatnot. And I was like, I already cried today. Life is overwhelming. Having a baby is hard. Having a toddler is hard. Having a teenager is hard. Like, it just, it never stops. Yeah. And nobody warned me. <laughs> but okay so let's talk about first you mentioned you know being a mom and how you didn't want to have kids like that was kind of not in your plans and I relate a little bit because I was like I want to just be an individual and live in my house with you know if I have a husband by then or whatever but like that changed for me at some point but I want to hear how it changed for you and kind of like what that whole time of your life was like well, I still sometimes think that I wasn't meant to be a mom. Well, I just and, said that yesterday. Yeah, and oh. I actually see myself being a mom, and I honestly think I'm a great mom. Yeah. Even and though I, I didn't say, want kids or yeah. anything, you know? And you um, are. The you other are day, Thiago was throwing a fit um, because he didn't want to wear the shoes he was wearing. And I was like, God, why did you give me a kid if you know I didn't want any kids? And then yeah. I'm like, don't get me wrong, I love him. And yeah. like, you know? Yeah. But and hold on, let me stop you right there because that's a perfect point to I I've I said this once and I felt like I needed to explain myself because it sounds bad, but like exactly what you said, like why did you give me a son or a kid if I didn't want to be a mom? And then you're like, Don't get me wrong, I love him. I said something about like I regret my decision mm-hmm. on the whole like becoming a mom Mm -hmm. i like my husband and i we planned it we were like okay i think it's just time we've been married for so long and we knew it was not going to be easy but i also didn't know everything that would come with it and at some point just like going through everything i was like i regret so many of my decisions but i felt like i needed to explain and i'm gonna explain because it sounds bad yeah like you love your kids so much, of you know? Course. You love yeah, your kids course. so much that you don't regret them. No. Mm-hmm. You don't regret them. But everything before that is just like, oh, my God, like, why did I do this? Mm-hmm. And I, like, tell my husband, like, if there's a, another life, if we reincarnate, I'm going to skip the becoming a parent just because I know how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now that we have our babies, you love them to death. But there is a point where you're like, oh, why did I, why did I decide to yeah. do this? And you know what? For me, it was different. Like, you planned your pregnancy and all that. And for me, it just happened. Like, mm-hmm. I literally was on birth control. and Yeah, um, yeah I forgot I about on, that. I was on birth control, and I had to switch birth control. So, between those the two switching. weeks of me getting, oh. like, the switching and me getting something else, that's when, boom, there goes your... What? Yeah. So, I wasn't planned at all because I really didn't want kids. Oh my I god, really that's especially because I was not doing good. Um, and like his dad wasn't right, he wasn't ready either, you know. Yeah, so I didn't want him, I didn't want him to live what we're living right now. You're right, that's a I, literally between the birth control switch. Yeah, literally, I feel like that's like it was just meant to happen. Yeah, no, yeah, and he was meant. It yeah. was meant to happen right there because I wasn't doing good. He like literally saved me. My kid saved me. Yeah. In that's so, so many good. ways. Oh, that's so good. I love yeah. that. And that's another part too where it is it gets so hard, but then you see like the lessons that they bring you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it, it changes your life perspective in so many ways. Yeah. And maybe we'll do that for like the beautiful parts because we're not just going to talk about all the ugly. Because <laughs> again, there are some beautiful of things. But, but yeah, like motherhood is just... A whole other beast that nobody really tells you how re- it's really gonna go like I just like off the mic I just told you one of my aunts was like being a mother is is cruel and I just thought that was such a harsh comment and literally a couple months into motherhood her comment came up and I finally understood it I was like I actually know exactly what she means because mm. it sounded harsh but I'm like you know what she's right like i know where she was coming from and it's not it's not pretty but okay so you had your baby so my pregnancy was beautiful just because um i felt beautiful i did too i never had um 
I've never loved myself so much until I was pregnant. Aww. My body, my my face, my glow, I just Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Um otherwise my pregnancy would have been wor- like the worst mm-hmm. one ever. Um my baby daddy wasn't really involved. He was there, but it it was like if he wasn't, you know. I just this came up. I I remember you telling me the story of the birth story. Yeah. Do you want to share that or do we skip it? Um, sure, I can share it. Because so, that, that would have been, I don't know how I would have handled that at all. I, yeah, I don't even know how. It was it crazy was how you just get that strength mm-hmm. and you just get through things. So that night, I remember feeling so exhausted, like literally exhausted. And I was like, this baby is coming. And I told him, you know what, I think I'm going to have him tonight. He's like, no, you're fine. So he decided to go out with his friends. Oh, fun. I was already getting contractions, and I told him before him before he left. I said, I'm having contractions, so make sure you're, like, on, on checking your phone, your phone and, and all that. Oh, God. So I started having, like, really bad contract, contract contractions, and then all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I just can't handle it anymore. So I start calling him, you know. He doesn't pick up. He doesn't pick up. He doesn't pick up. So I call my doctor, and she's like, congratulations. You're, ha- you're going to have your baby. Because the contra- contractions were like, what? Yeah. Five minutes? I don't remember. Right, but they were close enough. Uh huh. Uh, so I was like, shit. Like, sorry, excuse my language. But... No, we can cuss here. <laughs> we can cuss here. I was like, shoot, like, what What am I going to do? Should I just drive myself? So, guess what? I ended up driving myself no. to the hospital. Um, I got there and I was bawling, like crying. Of course. Crying. I don't. I don't even know how. I would have been like, actually, send an ambulance. The nurses told me, is anyone coming? Like, can we call anyone for you? Where's Ugh. your baby daddy? Like, you shouldn't be asking those questions because you don't right. know our situation, right? So I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So, and they made me walk around the hospital for like an hour just because um, my water hadn't break yet. Mm-hmm. And I came back to the room and they're like, you know what? You're just going to have to go home because nothing's happening. So I was like, okay, fine. Like she was like, Do you wanna like do you wanna take an ambulance? And I was like, No, I'll just drive. Thank goodness in that moment she's like, I'm gonna monitor your baby for like five more minutes. Mm-hmm. And that process of she of her mon- monitoring him and everything, uh, my water broke. Oh god. So I didn't have to drive back home thing Thank by god. myself. But literally I was crying. Yeah, I was crying. like, Mom, I got you. Yeah. Pobrecito. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like at the moment I was just crying, crying, crying. Yeah. I drove myself to the hospital mm-hmm. he got there i decided to get that pedro like last minute so that okay. delayed my pregnancy a lot i mean my delivery mm-hmm. um literally i was like seven centimeters and then i was like i'm getting that pedro i don't know why i'm damn it's seven yeah. you like lasted a good time yes i did i wow. want to be brave but then i was like no why am i making myself suffer suffer <laughs> and then he calls me like three in the morning where are you? In what, so what time was it when you drove to the hospital? Like 12. <gasps> Damn. Yeah. And then he shows up all hungover, all probably drunk still. No. And then? Well. But he was there right when he was there. came out? Yeah. And while I was getting con- contractions, he was sleeping. So he wasn't really helping or making me feel good. Right. Or... Like the support wasn't there. No. No. So. Yeah. That's, that's a hard experience. Yes. Yes, and for it, your first time. It was really hard. It yeah. was really hard to go through that. And I still think about it and I'm like, oh, that's horrible. Why would you do and that? How to did you do mama? it? You know, like, how did you get the strength to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, but that's like the thing about motherhood. You just, yeah. you just get, you just get through things. Yeah. And you, once you're through them, you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. how did I do that? Or what happened? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. After having the baby, he disappeared for like a week or so. <gasps> and I had my mom at home, so wait, she was I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know where he went or. That but... is so hard. But you know what? Like once you become a mom, I feel like there's something in your brain that just clicks, gets you going, and you're like, you have to, you have to, you have to. Yeah, yeah, so... yeah. Like it's the survival stuff. Oh my god, that is so hard. There's. Just, I mean, I can't even compare that to my situation. Like, complete. And the same thing, you know, like, motherhood comes in all shapes and sizes, and we all have our different struggles. 
that's the one thing when you become a mom it's like something just clicks and i remember you actually told me this before i gave birth like once you see your baby everything just clicks and you just know what to do because i was worried about that i was like i decided to become a mom but sometimes even to this day i'm like oh is it in me Mm -hmm. am i like mom material we'll see if the baby goes back to sleep um i was like in my mom material but you said once you see them like it just clicks and you just know and it's natural and a lot of things happen like that you just you just get through it it's so weird how our brain and like everything works when right when you become a mom you're just like oh okay i'm let's let's go yeah let's do it but then one thing too that from my experience i think was hard you because you are in survival mode and you have a newborn that's your focus Mm -hmm. you don't take care of yourself and then those emotions i feel like come back and present themselves later on which i think i've had to deal with some of that in the last couple of months i think things have come up and for those of you that are just tuning into this episode i've talked in others about like i had a beautiful pregnancy as well my baby um we had to do a c-section because he was breached but even that was so smooth like i had the best experience ever my recovery was amazing barely felt any pain um but we did get the surprise that our baby was born with a limb difference Mm -hmm. and in the hospital all i remember is good happy times could be the drugs i don't know (laughs) but i just remember like or the shock you know but just like oh my god he's here and he's gonna be able to just thrive in this world and i'm gonna be so excited to see it and support it but it wasn't until i got home and everything everything hits you because it's like back to your normal life and what did it for me was the little mittens so they don't scratch their face because when you buy them at least myself when i was buying them you just imagine like oh they're gonna wear them and then that hit me of like well he's not gonna need one of them you know like little things like that started to present but you're in survival mode of the baby comes first, obviously, yeah. you know, they're so defenseless and it's just so tiny. You have to be good for them. You have to, like, I figured out breastfeeding and, like, it, that was also very hard. We'll get into that. <laughs> and there's so many things and so you're just in that mode of surviving. And then you also, well, I went through, like, it was summer. So, like, I had family in town Um, I had a few family members that live here and they've always been super supportive. They would invite me to things because they know like distractions are good. You're just a new mom. Things can get lonely and dark Mm -hmm. really quick. And I felt like I had a good distraction and I was dealing through a lot of it. Like I obviously cried so many days, so many hours, so many months. But I think at some point you're surviving. You put that in the back burner and then lately, some of those things come up. Yeah, they hit you. Mm-hmm. They start to come up, and you just don't deal with them. I do therapy, and the therapist has taught me that you have to, she says, listen to your body because it's giving you a signal of danger, danger, even with your emotions, not just physical danger. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I try to, like, she's like, feel, feel the burn, feel the pain. Sometimes I try to do that if I can, if I have the time, but other times I'm like, I just have to bookmark it. I can't. I can't feel the pain right now. Like yeah. I, that's gonna be in the back burner, and we'll just let it be. But then things come up in other ways. Like I think I took a picture the other day, and like seeing his limb difference in a picture hit me. You know, it was just like. But I see him every day, yeah. and I'm fine with it every day. But it was just like I don't know. For some reason, in the picture, it's just like I was looking at him through a picture, mm-hmm. and so like that brought up those things. So it's just like a never-ending. You get through it because you're strong. The mama strength is, I think, real. Yeah. <laughs> like something happens in us and we just go at it. Definitely. Yeah. But we forget that we have to like... Take care of ourselves. Listen to the body as things are happening to your emotions. Um, But yeah, and so did you... Because I want to say I think I dealt with some postpartum depression. I did too, yeah. And that, obviously, the situations could definitely be play a huge part in that. Mm-hmm. But even if, if you have a perfect, picture-perfect, like, family and everything, your hormones are out of whack. Oh, yeah. Everything is crazy and sensitive. But I, I do think I, I was dealing with some of that. And 
even like now I'm kind of like a little uncomfortable just to like talk about it because again nobody talks about that stuff it's like we just had a baby like you should be happy yeah like thank god he's healthy and thank god he doesn't have anything else and but seriously like the postpartum depression no, postpartum depression is real it happens to everybody yes well yes. not everybody but it, it can happen, it can to, happen everybody. to everybody yeah i i didn't realize i had a postpartum depression it can go for years you know that mm-hmm. i didn't know um i had depression until yeah. like later later you know me too it wasn't like oh i think i'm dealing through this yeah 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 and and like the time i was th- i remember one time i was just thinking and i was like like why do i feel like this mm-hmm. you know and i was just sad and i couldn't i just didn't like everything is hard everything was getting so hard. out of bed showering yes. yeah and then you beat yourself up for not doing the things that you're yes. supposed to do yes that happened to me so much mm-hmm. like oh my gosh you need to cook dinner for yeah, the yeah. baby like don't give them gerbers yeah, you know? yeah, did that happen to you? Oh, ever? I yeah, I still don't give him Gerber's though. <laughs> no, I didn't either. But because I would always beat yes. myself up and, like that. And the now that you say that, it's true. Everybody's like, "Well, you just wait until you have kids," because like when you don't have them yet, like in the physical world, yeah, you're like, "I'm gonna do this and that, this and that," and it is possible. But when but you, life gets you, in the yeah. way, life gets in the way. Like, I still have a job. I still have to, like you said, make dinner. I still have to figure all these things out. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's like, well, I'm not going to be that perfect mom. And when Thiago started going to daycare for the first time, three months, they would just let him cry. No, not even, not three months, because he was like six months um, when I started working again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I used to work in the same daycare he was going to. Um, they would just let him cry. So they had cameras up front. I oh, would walk. And you him. could see. I could see him. Well, there I am crying in front of the camera. But uh, honestly, I think it was like my heart because whatever the babysitters, teachers, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> like they were. It was bad. Yes. They had that thinking of oh, if you let him cry, they're gonna get used to it, and that's not true. Let's you talk know? about that because. Maybe the mics can catch it a little bit because my baby's crying right now. We are doing sleep training, and when I had the consultation with this girl, it's the no crying, crying it out method. Mm-hmm. But they do allow for like a full 10 out of 10 cry for three minutes is what yeah. they say. And I'm conflicted because like through getting a degree in psychology, I read a study and I learned something about babies. The part of your brain that helps you self-soothe doesn't even happen until you're three, five years old. Mm -hmm. So you have to be older to be able to do that. And so a lot of people actually think that they're not really self-soothing, they're self-settling because they're just learning that if they cry, you're just not responding. Mm -hmm. That breaks my heart. And that's something that we're going through right now. My husband and I, we're talking about, well, I don't like it. I don't like that because I'm thinking that he's learning that if he calls for mom mom is just not going to respond and he may stop crying sooner or he may just not even cry at all anymore but i can't help myself and think it's because he has learned i'm not responsive yeah you know and that whole like a lot of people think like that well they have to learn let them toughen them up yes yes i'm so conflicted with that i'm like oh i really am like yes i do understand let him cry a little bit Um, right but not like, literally, Thiago would cry all day in his crib, and they wouldn't pick him up. Oh, when no. I would pick him up after work, his little eyes were, like, purple, red. No. Like, his cheeks were just, like, you could tell he was crying right. all day long. I wouldn't even wear makeup to work, Jess, because I would cry with him all day. I couldn't focus on the other kids I was watching because I was thinking of my son. I was calling the classroom all day long. Hey, did he... Because he wouldn't eat either. Mm. But I feel like they wouldn't try. So we had, like, a really bad experience with daycare at first, honestly. Yeah. Um, it was just horrible. And, like, my routine going back home after work, it was horrible, too. Yeah. Like, I would cook dinner, bathe him. Um, just, you know, it was... I had the worst. And that's when I discovered I had a postpartum depression. Right, like, something's found, going on. I would put him to bed... 
go in the shower and just cry. Yeah. Cry, 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 and let everything out. Go to sleep next morning, same routine. Yeah. You know? So, yes, par- uh, postpartum depression is real. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore it. No. Don't igno- ignore it because it's bad. Yeah. It's bad, and it can get really ugly if yeah. you don't get help. You help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing, too, is, like, if you have a support system, obviously that helps. I'm thinking I'm going to go grab the baby because I don't think he's going to go to sleep. So, one second. Okay. Um, baby's joined the, the session, but... Um, so, yeah, if you hear, hear him, he's in the background. But, yeah, like you were saying, don't ignore it. Um, it can be hard to, like, even talk to somebody about it because same thing. That, like, well, you're ungrateful if you complain or yeah. or if you're not happy. Like, how could you not be happy? You just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, that was something that I felt like I struggled. Not because anybody was telling me that. But almost because it was like, I just, I shouldn't complain, you know, like. You know what? I've always been so open-minded with this topic. Like, honestly, I seen girls or whatever, and I'm like, with no kids, and I'm like, don't have kids if you're not ready. Yeah. You know? Like, seriously. Yeah. Or, like, it's, it's hard. It's hard to be a mom. It's, it's beautiful, but it's, it can get ugly, like we were saying. yeah. Like, it's. I don't know how to explain it. Me neither. Me neither. And it's, you have to be there. (laughs) And don't be afraid, like, to take time for yourself, to take care of yourself. Don't feel guilty. Mom Mom guilt always kills me. I've heard about mom guilt everywhere all the time before becoming a mom. But it truly is until you become one that you're like, it's not like that regular guilt that you know. It's a different kind of guilt. It's a horrible guilt. It eats you up. And it's. It could be the <laughs> the baby's very maybe he's gonna be a podcaster because he's very into all of this, um, but it, it eats you up. And even if you're doing something that's like good for him, mm-hmm. that's guilt. Or if if you're doing something good for yourself that you need to refresh yourself, then you have that other guilt. Like yeah, it never ends. And one thing that happened to me, nobody warns me. You love them. To a different dimension. Mm. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. That everything they feel, you feel. Yes. And it's like nobody warned me that lit- my literal heart and soul was going to be out walking in this world. Mm-hmm. That hit me hard. It's not just like, oh, I just parent and love him. Mm. He is a part of me. Of course. And I just, I don't know how to handle it. And I obviously, you know, you're not going to want to fix your kids' problems 24-7 because no. they have to learn. But I was not prepared for that. I was not prepared how deep I was going to feel everything and how much I was going to, like, think about it. Yeah. 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 It just just... never ends. No. But, yeah, I I had a hard time, like, opening up about some of that stuff. I obviously, my husband was a huge supporter. And he could support me so much on, you know, he's not dealing with postpartum depression, obviously. But because of the surprise we got with his limb difference, obviously we were dealing through that kind of situation, plus... Your emotions. Yeah, being a first-time mom, figuring out how to have a baby. Yeah. And then on top of that, just him supporting me. So he was kind of my only person that I was really like, you know, like, oh, I just can't do it today. And that's awesome. Like, really, I really wish I would have had that. Um, I've always, always dreamt of, like, my perfect, well, not perfect, because nobody's perfect. Right. Or, but the, this perfect little family. Yeah. Like, I always, honestly, I saw myself with my baby daddy forever. hmm And I thought of even, like, maybe we'll have more kids. Yes, after he left me, go drive myself to the hospital. Yeah. I still did see myself with this man. Um, but just because I never wanted my son to be without a dad. Yeah. Okay, that's another thing. And that's why I asked you if we could touch on that situation. Because I feel like as a mom, we can get into situations where we're holding on to the wrong people because of that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those kids not being around certain people is even better. Yeah. Honestly, like one time um, I was just like, no, he needs to see his mom happy. And it's not going to be with his dad, so we have to go. Good for you. We have to go. I wasn't going to, 
You know, some people think, oh, you just have to keep trying and, cry and trying. No, I don't think And like you that. just know when it's time. Yeah. So yeah. I was ready. I was ready. I grabbed my, lived in Denver by myself. I never had really his support. Um, yeah, he would watch him for a little bit. Um, yeah. But really, no. Like, I've always been. All you. All me. Yeah. So, and especially in Denver, like, I do have family in Denver, but it, I didn't really right. see my cousins or anything. So, it was by myself yeah. dealing with all this, um, dealing with my baby daddy that he was not, he was never responsible. Yeah. Dealing with being a new time, a first-time mom, dealing with um, not feeling happy with myself and mm -hmm. just horrible my, my, about myself. Yeah. After feeling so perfect, I felt like garbage, I yeah. swear. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. I, I had a similar pregnancy. I felt so good. Okay. I I felt, I didn't have that. You know how people are, or women, like, oh, my body's changing. And I loved it. Yeah. I loved being pregnant. I, I miss the belly still to this day. But, yeah, after, after it's just like everything crumbles. But you can't. Mm -hmm. Because you got to take care of a little mm -hmm. baby. And it doesn't, it doesn't end there not to, like scare anyone or, no, or yeah. discourage but it really doesn't because then you're going to shift to a different age with your baby and then new challenges mm -hmm. and like now I'm struggling you can see him climbing <laughs> on me he is all over the place I struggle balancing work I'm like I have to get work done but I can't and I struggle with him in his sleep and so it's like a different kind of struggle and I don't I, I can say confidently that I think I've I'm clear from the postpartum depression, but that doesn't mean that I don't have depressive days or, mm -hmm. like, days full of anxiety. Yeah. Oh, God, the anxiety. Like, I wasn't a stranger to anxiety, but it's, like, a different type of anxiety, too. Mm -hmm. You have new worries that you never thought you could worry about. Um, I was never really, like, scared of dying. Like, it's going to happen, you know, okay. But now, it, like, hit me the other day, too. I was like, wait, I'm not going to be with him for his entire life that's another thing that made me cry the other night like oh. i'm gonna eventually leave him like what and that's like how life happens you yeah. know like we're all gonna die and usually your parents will die first and so that was different i was like wait i've never thought about death like, like why that am I and, crying about yeah and so it just never ends and it gets overwhelming and i dropped <sighs> off my my son today for the first time at preschool, uh, yeah, preschool, mm -hmm. and I was so strong going in there, leaving You're him. You're like, I got this. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not even gonna cry. I, mm. right in the moment where I, like, go in my car, I start crying, and so crying, hard. and crying, and crying, I was like, oh my god, and, and honestly, I'm anxious right now, like, I yeah. can't wait to go get him. Get it is like, can we be done can here? Be done? <laughs> Did you get everything you needed? <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I mean, it's part of it. It's part of yeah. everything, life. You know? And th to that point, too, I I feel really grateful that for the most part I can work from home. Mm -hmm. And and you're going to disagree, and I disagree with myself, too. But sometimes I've even, like, told my husband, I think it might be easier to drop off your kid somewhere. Because then you, you're going to struggle, though, with, like, leaving them somewhere. But then when you go to work, you do just work. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to pick them up, and then you do just mom. Mm -hmm. I'm having such a hard time doing both, oh, like yeah, doing mom hard. and work at the same time. And my team is awesome that if I have to have the baby in the meetings, like they're 100% understand. If I have to click off early, they understand. If I have to turn off my camera, they understand. But just even thinking about like what you just said, dropping off your baby somewhere, mm -hmm. I I just can't. And I've had babysitters here and there, like, if I have to go to it's a property. It's because I know exactly how you feel. Mm -hmm. Like, even just thinking about it, you're, you get so anxious. And yes. Just, like, I would I would be the same way, especially because I had really bad experience with the first time. The yeah. The first time. And that's the scary part. You think you're leaving them to a professional. But even nowadays, you hear horror stories left mm -hmm. and right of these daycares that you trust your baby's life with. Yeah. To be a mess and not to shame on anybody that works at the daycare or anything because I'm it's a very hard job. I worked at a preschool for a few months and again, not to shame anybody or like, why did you hire me? 
I don't have any like childcare experience. I had nothing. I think I was working on my associates at that time in psychology, which had really nothing to do with childcare. I had no experience with child, no kids of my own. And I wanted to do the childcare industry to kind of get my foot in because I'm interested in child psychology. Mm -hmm. So like this would be a good idea for me. I was exhausted. I got slapped by three-year-olds. It, it was just so hard. And it was something that you're just making sure everybody's okay. Yeah. But then it's two people for a whole classroom. Yeah. I was a preschool that scares teacher me. for like eight years maybe. Eight years? I don't know how you did so that. when I had my son, like I was already, I already knew kind of everything, you know. How everything but, went. Yeah. And then I had him and I was like, okay, no more childcare for me because I couldn't de deal with right. just working with all these kids and then coming home to him yes. and I was just mentally exhausted, honestly. Yes, I didn't have kids to come home to and so that was refreshing and one of the co-teachers had kids and pretty young mm -hmm. and I'm like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you go home to then attend to your own kids. Yeah. Like, you, how do you, where's your energy? Like, mm -hmm. that's so hard. But, okay, so... Postpartum, I made notes, so make sure I didn't forget anything mm -hmm. that I had. <laughs> um, what do you think has been the hardest thing for you overall, the, being a, like, a mom? Being a single mom. Single mom. Being, yeah, just... You're like, I can go on. <laughs> just being a single mom. That's been the That's hardest, That's been the yeah. hardest thing. I couldn't even because imagine. Because I don't have that support mm -hmm. at all, you yeah. know? And at first, the um, my baby daddy was kind of like... In the picture, I mean, he's still in the picture, but he's not, he's not in the picture like he should the constant, mm -hmm. yeah. Honestly, yeah, just, I think, being a single mom, it, I have it's a hard. toddler. I have a terrible, yeah. two horrible threes. Have you heard of that? No. He's, oh I have gosh. a horrible three, and he's not even a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Thiago is going through this phase where he thinks he can tell me. Fun, What's, yeah. He, Fun. He thinks he's right all the time. Of he, course, it's his world. He's yeah, but I think being a single mom has been really hard for me. Just because I've always dreamt of that picture, perfect. perfect. Yeah. Um, and someone and having someone there to support me at all times and just not being alone because yeah, it gets lonely. Oh Jess. my god! Sometimes I feel like super lonely, and it's not because you I should need call me. Because I am right there with you. And it's not because I need a man or someone. Right, right, you know? right. It's because I'm here with my child by myself. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it, it gets hard. It gets lonely. Yeah. And I get lonely and I have <laughs> my husband and he's super supportive. And But, you know, he goes to work. And, again, like I feel really lucky that I can stay and work and I can watch him for the most part. It is so lonely. You know, I don't think I would be able to do that work from home and be a mom i'm starting to get to the point where i'm thinking even a babysitter for a couple of days you know might be good i think like honestly it's good it's good for for you to take your kid oh, out yeah. or like to daycare or whatever you know have a break both of us it's, yes it's good to have a break and it's good to take and it's taken me some time for me to know that because i used to be i wanted to be with my child at all times mm -hmm. But now, honestly, like, sometimes when I'm out, I started doing yoga again. I started going to the gym again. Right. Yeah. You know, so when I'm doing that, I feel good about myself. And, and I you have to. And I to my son and not be so stressed about, yes. about life. Yes, yes, That part is important. So you take time for yourself. That is very important. Yes. And, and you that have is to the balance. the thing you can do to yourself mm -hmm. and to your son, to your family. Yeah, because if you're good, they're good. Exactly. Yeah, and that's also... Yeah, that's very hard, too. And I love spending time with my husband. and But, like, sometimes you just want to talk to other people other than, like, your spouse or obviously your babies can't talk back to you. Um, but it gets very lonely. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yours can. <laughs> he's like, oh, and he's got a lot to say. He does. But, yeah, it gets very lonely. And I definitely am not very good at doing things for myself. I, like actually had a eye exam on Saturday super early in the morning and the because I'm always with my family my husband just kind of initially thought we're all going I was like you know what actually I'm gonna go on my own because it was I had to be there at 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. it's kind of a drive 30 minutes I'm just gonna do it on my own I'm just gonna go the baby's gonna wake up right around the time I leave like 
it's gonna be better this way and i was like I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go to target and ulta and have a little time mm-hmm. and so i tried to do that but tmi i got my period and the cramps were killing me that my target shopping spree cut short and i was driving in tears from the pain i was like well so much for like having my me time yeah but it's very important it's very important to even like talk to other people and meet other moms too i feel like Mm -hmm. there's like a different type of friendship with other moms because you can like not that you're just gonna talk about being a mom but like you guys i feel like we can relate connection Oh, he's just giving me a little cuddle. Um, there's going to be a connection. Yeah. Oh, you have something to say? <laughs> um, okay, what is the other point? What did you? What do you think would have... Well, I think this is kind of like what you've talked about. Like, you wish having a partner. Because the question was, what do you wish would have been different? Yeah. Or, or how about this? What do you wish you would have told yourself going through the darkest time like now that you are out of it in a different place what would you tell that part of your motherhood i don't know that's a hard one (laughs) probably got it no probably i would have what i would have changed is probably started taking care of myself since sooner since sooner since i started feeling like yeah like horrible you know yes because my kid needed me i mean mm-hmm. i was there with him but right still like, like you're there physically but you're but also men- battling mm-hmm. everything else mentally i think mine was, mine's pretty similar too because i i have pictures like it blows my mind how fast they grow yeah like he's almost gonna be one and it blows my mind on how Almost I feel like I missed a good chunk of it. I missed a good chunk of the newborn stage. And not because of his limb difference. Because, I mean, that was a huge part of it. But no matter if if your kid is perfect, physically looks, you know, everything, 10 toes, 10 fingers. You, it's hard because you're still surviving and it's still your first. Yeah. And I think for me, I would tell myself to just really try to enjoy it. Because I have some baby pictures some of them i don't even remember those pictures like damn i don't remember doing that or like because i don't know i feel like you're just in this surviving and yeah and and then there's other pictures that actually make me sad Mm -hmm. because they take me back to such a dark place same and i think if i just like could tell myself and like have a time machine just like everything's gonna be fine you're gonna feel better it gets better yeah you're gonna feel better. better And just enjoy it because I, I do feel like I missed out on some of that bliss of like, oh, my newborn. And yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think for me, I... <laughs> you have, got it. you have all, you have the dog snuggling you, the, the baby. baby. <laughs> yeah, honestly, for me, I think um, I'm very, actually very thankful for that, that I was able to be home with my, kid, my mm-hmm. baby for like six months. And then actually it was like... I was with him, like, I don't feel like I missed, like, I don't feel like you. I can't right. relate to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've, time has been, like, perfect for me as of me take, uh, watching him grow and stuff. Now is when I feel like that, though. Oh, now okay. that I'm working and always working and always working it's and, so like, hard. taking time for myself now sometimes i like i go home and i'm like my poor child like i haven't seen him all day mm-hmm. he loves his babysitter and then you have that mom guilt all and over then again I'm like like i don't spend time i don't spend enough time with him right honestly i think now i feel like that a little okay. bit that i'm missing out yeah on but those moments you know what i've learned i can't traumatize myself anymore yes. i really just can't i can't traumatize That's such a with, good way to put it yeah i can't traumatize myself anymore i can't make my life impossible just thinking that i'm not a good mom or just thinking that i don't have enough time mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason yeah um everything's gonna get into place yes how we're it g- should we're gonna be fine and i'm working really hard for us to be good you know yeah. and stable and for us to have like a good life in right. the future and i you are such a good mom and you always put him first 
that I highly doubt Thiago will ever be like, oh, I spend a lot of time in daycare. Yeah. Like, he's not even going to remember. No, probably not. It's going to be like, oh, my mom took me to the park because I see that you post all the time yeah, going on little walks. Yeah, with him. Yes. And, I mean, that's all he cares, to have that quality time. So don't beat yourself up for that. Nobody beat yourselves up for that, okay? No. <laughs> You're all doing great. Um, we talked a little bit of this before the mics, but just kind of like how growing up and your viewpoints maybe like affected you as a mom and for me again like what you said you kind of have learned that you just don't want to be a mom or like your parents Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that so I feel like I just grew up and I grew up um well my mom and my dad separated when I was like very little you know Mm -hmm. um I don't even know. Like, you just know that you want to do things different. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just the way. I don't I don't think she did a bad job or they did a bad job on how to raise me yeah. or anything. You're like, I I'm ju- fine. I turned out fine. I'm, yeah. Um, I honestly think the way they, um, the way I grew up, it just made me who I am right now, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. And a lot of things. It's because of my mom house. Right. Right. And I just don't want to be like her as a mom. Yeah. That's it. And she gets really offended with that. But you're brave to tell her that in person. No, it just come came out. (laughs) It wasn't a good idea. Because I I have similar feelings towards that, but I don't know how mine are different. Because like same thing. I, I. I'm fine. I, I turned out fine. And my parents were really great. And, you know, they took care of us in their own way, the best they knew how to do. But I do feel like there's been resentment that I've had ever since having my baby and with my mom. Mm. I just, I'm not brave enough to be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Why did you this and that? Or, yeah. or I don't want to be like you as a mom. And now that she was a bad or mean mom, like, I'm grateful that we never got, like, beat it or anything mm-hmm. like that as a like a, my childhood was not like that but there are so many things i see that i'm like i'm just not gonna do that or i'm gonna do more of what she couldn't do same yeah that's exactly how i feel too yeah damn i maybe i need to have a conversation with my mom <laughs> about that stuff <laughs> maybe you do eventually maybe you'll feel better about it about the topic you know why my sister said that she's like maybe you just need to clear some things and get it out of your chest i don't i don't try talking to her she's not gonna listen to this <laughs> i don't try talking to my mom there's no talking like we get yeah. along pretty remember my mom and i used to be like best, best friends. friends and so i remember everything changed when i got pregnant and when i moved and everything what i don't know why i i remember being like oh i wish i could talk to my mom like like when yeah. we were in high school yeah it's like, I wish I could go talk to my mom like that. or Because my mom, we had it backwards. Mm-hmm. My mom and I had such a hard time, like, when I was in high school. But now, me being an adult, we've just had, like, a whole different experience. And we actually get along now. Yeah. But, okay. The beautiful parts. Because we know everything is so hard <laughs> for being a mommy. and And everybody's probably, like... Man, where's the good part? Right. Do you guys like being a Do mom? you like your kids? <laughs> <laughs> Do you love your kids? No, I love Thiago. I can't imagine myself without my son, and I'm right. pretty sure you can't imagine yes. your life without him. Now that yeah, that's what I mean. Like once you know they're here, you you get to know them. Yeah. You wouldn't want it any other day, no. but they are regrets. <laughs> <laughs> they're little regrets. Um, everything's like I don't even know really. Just the feeling of being a mom. And the way... The way they do things. Yes. Like how they're growing up. And, and I'm sure you're experiencing more of it because Avon is just so little still. But having that, like, somebody just kind of, like, love you, look at you, and admire yeah. you in a way. Avan started giving kisses. He's just kind of, like, slobbers all over mm-hmm. you. And it is the purest, best feeling I've ever felt. I'm like, oh my god, this kid, like, he's learning intentionally, like, you can kiss somebody and that means something, and he'll grab my little face and just, like, go at it, I'm like, I love that. sweetest little boy ever, like, he has the the 
cutest feelings ever, I swear. Like, there's this thing he does. Like, he's playing around, and all of a sudden it clicks to him, and he goes and, like, kisses my leg if I'm standing up, or Aww. kisses my arm or my cheek or whatever. And he's like, damn, oh, mommy. Like, he tells me he loves me I don't know how many times I a day. I cannot wait for that. I swear. I how love can that not make you keep going? Him. Right? I know. That's the best. I love having these conversations with him now because, yes, he's two and a half, but he talks off. And, you know, I always thought Diago was really smart for his age. You like, know what I recommend to you, moms? Always read to them. Like, I would read to him all the time. Yeah. All the time. And I still do. Probably helped all and, his vocabulary he yeah. has now. And another thing is don't don't talk to them like... The baby talk? The, like, the baby talk. Don't do that. Yeah. Because then they're going to talk like that. Trust me. Like, or one of our neighbors tried to talk, baby talk Avan. And he hated it. And when this was when he was like barely born, and that's where we discovered he does not like baby talk. Because my mom tried yeah. to do it, and he cried. I was like, you need to just talk to him normally. Yeah, honestly, they're people. You just have to talk to them like he like scared people. him. <laughs> um, that's what I did. I I do baby talk to Thiago, but sometimes not. Right, like the oh my goodness, I'm gonna I squish love you, you and in it. Yeah, they got me a morning, you know, like stuff like that. Right. but I'm not always like. Yeah, 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 that's bad. Like you just that's yeah. actually, and I think that's why he's talking so much now because I've always but he's talked always to him like an, an adult. So much. I always yeah. talk to him like an adult. Be like Diago, this is a man. This mm-hmm. is how it works, and this mm-hmm. is what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The first time that I met him, I felt like, well, this kid is like his body is so tiny, but everything about him was just so mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, damn, he just. He just really knows how to talk and how to do, like, everything. He was like a mini adult. Yeah, he talks oh a lot. Oh, my goodness. What does this baby need? So, I just love that having someone to conversate with. I fight with him all day, too. Like, he throws his tantrums and... Oh, this um, guy. This guy's going to be the same way. And guess what? We have, like, I don't need, like, a partner. If I'm, I have him, you know? Yeah. I'm always mm-hmm. going to have him. Yeah. That's so, the best part. I know. You have, like, like you a always, little you friend. have company. Yes. Like, hey, dude, let's go to the store. So there yes. we go to the store. Him asking me all these kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. But, you know? <laughs> I actually can't wait for that. I know, like, it's going to get harder because... And you always have something to do. Yeah, yeah, So... Of course. Always. Yeah, but no, I, I really do think, like, having those little moments. And then, like, when they're... <laughs> when they're younger, like, Avan is just just starting to crawl and standing up like when they do little milestones like that it's just like it makes me feel so proud not like i'm over here you know like let me teach you how to stand up mm-hmm. but just like having him figure things out i'm just like oh my god that's yeah. awesome and then you see their personality come through oh my oh, gosh yes i love that yes so there are a lot of beautiful things that happen with mother we did mention a lot of ba- bad stuff though (laughs) we did and unfortunately there's just it's so heavy and there's so much yeah and there's so much and i think there's so much because we bottle it up you can't talk about it you can't because then you're ungrateful and like we live in this like dark time in our minds Mm -hmm. because we just have to keep it all in Mm -hmm. but i feel like if we were to all just kind of like talk about it open up about it then nobody would feel like they have to hide so many feelings because yeah. it's normal it's normal if some days you're like i don't want to be a mom yeah i have those days where i'm I like i don't want to be a mom too. today and of course you're, you're obviously going to still be a mom but it's okay to think that i don't i just yeah. don't want to oh my goodness the mics are falling and <laughs> things are getting crazy over here okay last couple of things what do you think being a mom has taught you oh about gosh. yourself Probably that I'm, like, so brave. Ooh, I like that one. I'm brave. I'm patience now. Like, Yeah, me crazy. too. <laughs> I never... It taught me that I can go through anything in life, and I, I will still be able to, like, stay, like, you know? Come out of it and of say, it I and did that, and exactly. I'm stronger than ever. Yeah. I, for me, too, I'm not, I wasn't a very patient person. So definitely for sure, patience. I've learned patience. But I've also learned how resilient I am. Like, I have never, ever realized how 
the strong part, yeah, sure. I feel like I'm, I'm a pretty strong person. But becoming a mom and everything we've had to go through so far, I'm like, I never really considered myself to be resilient because I've never had, thank God, like, things happened in my life where I had to bounce back from them because they were so bad or whatever. I've had a couple things here and there. But honestly, like, I'm just super resilient. And like you said, if you can get through some of that stuff, all the other stuff just kind of seems minor. It's little, and we just figure it out. Yeah. And you're stronger than ever. Sir, yeah. can you please go play? Yeah, there's no giving up <laughs> as a mom. There's not. No. And you just figure it out. and <laughs> Like right now, we are filming a podcast with a baby that hardly slept. <laughs> Wants to grab the mic. Um, okay, last thing. What advice would you give to a mom out there, a new mom, any mommies out there? What is one thing that you would share that you think would help? Hi, what would I say? Just never give up. There's always going to be something mm-hmm. that's going to change your life. Um, besides your kid, obviously. Yeah. Just stay strong and go out and love yourself and do yoga. <laughs> do go to the gym, go for a walk by yourself. Yeah. Like, I think that's one of the main things right now. Like, a lot of people just, obviously, we're supposed to take serious being a mom, but you also need time for yourself. You're an individual so don't still. don't feel bad yeah. leaving your baby, your son, your toddler, whatever, with your mom for a little bit, with your friends someone you can trust obviously um and t- taking some time for your for your time just breathing yeah like go take a breather sometimes it's necessary yeah it's it's like if you're f- good then your baby's gonna be good so mm-hmm. think of it like if that. you're in a good mood if you're mm-hmm. present i think i'm gonna take your advice on that for sure because i've had such a hard time balancing that and giving myself time going on walks now finally the weather's warmer because like when he was born that's all we would do going yeah. on the walks just because honestly that was like my mental thing i was like i need that like i need to get out you know it took me almost three years for me to go get back into like the things you liked the things before. i like mm-hmm. you know so yeah and now that i have started doing the things i like um i feel great i feel good with myself i come home i'm i pick up my child i'm happy yeah dinner for him you know so it's just really important for you to be good with yourself taking care of yourself almost like putting yourself first someday sometimes honestly i i started like three weeks ago taking care of myself a lot more and before that i could i could see it right now and i was doing really bad emotionally yeah like bad so take care of yourself mommies um like I said, go out for a walk. I don't know. Go to the gym. Even whatever just you like. Whatever you yeah. like to do. Because if you're good, your baby's Fill your cup. Be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fill your cup. Your one thing I like to add to that because that was perfectly said, and I'm going to take your advice because I need to do some of that. Is don't lose your identity, but I don't mean it in a way that you have to be back to who you were because I honestly think it's impossible to just. Go back to who you were before yeah. mom life because you have a baby. You had a kid. Like, everything else is obviously going to change in forever. Yeah. So, but still don't lose yourself. Still do the things that you want. And I think it's important that we also know and understand we are still individuals. Mm-hmm. Your identity is not being a mom. You are a mom, obviously, but that's not your identity. You still be yourself, like you said, do the things that you liked before, and take time for yourself. Yeah, a happy, a happy mommy is a happy yeah baby, so. True. Yeah. Well, there you have it. I hope this was not so distracting with a baby, because <laughs> we were hoping he would sleep for longer, but you know what? Mom life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say mom life for everything. Mom life, yeah. Mom life, but. And honestly, there's so much we like oh we, we can go this, on, yeah, and we on, can on, on and on and on and yeah. on um and who knows maybe again i had so many people send me messages when i was asking for requests like what do you guys want to listen what are you guys what are you into and so many were like mom content mom content so maybe i'll do like another thing on the podcast or in the on the instagram dear underscore podcast and maybe i'll ask hey what else 
did we miss or anything yeah. that you wanted to do and maybe we'll do a part two who knows but yeah. i'm so glad we finally got to do this because i, I know, know we like rescheduled a couple times and mom life mom life <laughs> <laughs> take a shot every time we say mom life imagine <laughs> drunk drunk <laughs> yeah but this was fun i hope you guys enjoyed um again we're, we don't have a production so have low expectations thank you for having me over of course yeah no i love this and i wanted you because you are comfortable speaking the hard things mm -hmm. and owning it yeah because i that's something that i was like oh i don't want to sound ungrateful but it's hard mom life is hard ignore the bs and be real <laughs> period Ooh, we should make this into shirts right. t-shirts new merch new merch hashtag mom <laughs> Hashtag mom life. Um, but anyways, thank you so guys for tuning in. We will head on to the Instagram. So stay tuned for that. If you have any thoughts, ideas, let us know. But yeah, we'll leave all of her info so you can also follow her um, if you want. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Episode, I don't even know what number we're on anymore. 11 maybe. Um, but thanks for tuning in and we will... Catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.